0: A good Sunday morning to you. My name is Susie Jones. It is 12 minutes past seven o'clock on a Sunday morning, and it is slippery out there. That snow really making a difference driving in. No, just zipping around. You really got to pay attention to where you are going if you are heading out today, especially too on the sidewalks, as it is slippery after this snow has fallen here in the Twin Cities. And a lot of us are feeling. The effects of Thanksgiving. I don't know about you, but I overate. I tried not to. I said, I'm going to take it easy this year. I'm going to be very mindful. I'm going to eat slowly. I'm going to enjoy every bite. And Instead, I just was like, wah! And I think it's because I love it so much. I love the butter and the mashed potatoes and the gravy and the turkey. You know what else I really love? Here I am savoring this in my mind. I'm reliving this. I love fresh rolls with warm, Josh, with butter. So good. Oh. The best. The best. Love it. Love it. So we're talking about mindful eating. (laughs) Because everywhere you turn now, there is going to be a party. There is going to be food. There's going to be food that you don't normally eat that you go, oh, I love that, or I love that. So we've invited to the program dr mary jo kreitzer and she is with the university of minnesota and we're going to talk about all these social gatherings and they're all around food and what can we do to actually kind of slow down and do things more mindfully so doctor thanks for coming on with us really appreciate it and uh i hope you had a nice thanksgiving
1: well, you're welcome. Um, it's a pleasure to be here, and I had a lovely Thanksgiving, but you've already made me hungry describing
0: yours. <laughs> you know, it's those things, though, isn't it, that you just go, oh, I haven't had a warm roll in so long with butter on <laughs> it. <laughs> oh, dear. But, you know, we're talking about mindfulness, and I guess, you know, slowing down, I guess, essentially, and when we seem to all sort of ramp up and aren't we kind of always sort of busy this time of year too? We're kind of running from here to there. So how do you slow yourself down and, and what is mindful eating?
1: (laughs) Well, mindfulness Susie is being in the present moment. And well, that might sound like obvious, but actually it's sometimes very hard to be in the present moment. We spend a lot of our time thinking about the past, anticipating the future And when we are mindful, we really slow down and we notice um, everything that's around us. And so, you know, when you think about eating, whether it's Thanksgiving or really even everyday eating, um, you know, ask yourself the question, are you eating because food is in front of you or because you're expected to eat or because it's a scheduled meal time or Are you eating because you're sleepy, bored, anxious, or stressed? People eat for a lot of reasons. Or are you eating because you're actually hungry? And that's what actually mindfulness is about. It's actually noticing how you're feeling in the moment. Food is in front of you. Are you going to just mindlessly eat because it's in front of you? Or are you going to be thinking about, you know, I actually really am hungry. It's been, you know, X number of hours since I ate last time. And make real conscious choices about what you eat. So it's not about uh, like avoiding like the lovely eating that you did (laughs) on Thanksgiving because, you know, celebrating, you know, rituals and food is a big part of, you know, many holiday celebrations, but it's just really being conscious about it. And then as you're eating, really savoring the food, you know, Mm -hmm. tasting it, smelling it, appreciating it slowing down your eating. Sometimes when we're eating mindlessly, we just like one shovel full, you know, at a (laughs) time. Uh And when you're trying to eat mindfully, you actually take a bite, you know, you put your fork down, you actually really enjoy that warm roll that you were appreciating so much or that, you know, the mashed potatoes and gravy. So those are just some, some aspects of mindful eating.
0: Again, we are talking to the University of Minnesota Bakken Center for Spirituality and Healing, Director Dr. Mary Jo Kreitzer, and we're talking about being mindful not only when you're eating but all through the holidays. Kind of talk about what's the impact of being mindful on our health. Is there a connection?
1: Well, you know, I think absolutely, Susie. I mean, you know, there's you know evidence that if we make more conscious choices and we're you know attuned to wanting to make healthy food choices that we will actually make better choices and you know we might also eat less so there's you know studies for example that show when people eat at the same time they're you know um, on the internet or watching tv they tend to eat almost 25 percent more than if they were actually you know just eating you know and only eating you know or, or eating with somebody else so um that's another aspect of mindfulness.
0: Let us do this. It is eighteen minutes past seven o'clock on a Sunday morning. If you are listening this morning. And you have a comment or a question, our number is 651-461-9226. Again, we're talking to Dr. Kreitzer about mindfulness during the holidays, particularly when it comes to eating. But we're kind of going to open it up as well and talk about mindfulness throughout the next six weeks, actually, to the end of the year with so much going on. And we would love you to be a part of the program as well. 651-461-9226. We're talking about being mindful during the holidays and its effect on your health to be more, to savor life more than just bombing through it, which is so often what we do. 651-461-9226. We're back right after this. 722 on a Sunday morning, 23 degrees outside with snow on the ground. Be careful outside. Be mindful of your walking around the Twin Cities if you're out and about headed to church. We are talking to University of Minnesota Bakken Center for Spirituality and Healing Director, Dr. Mary Jo Kreitzer, talking about being mindful during the holidays, particularly eating as we're just coming off Thanksgiving, and kind of wondering, how'd you do? Did you just eat everything in front of you and think about it? Did you eat slowly? Kind of maybe you want to share your own story. Or you have a question, 651 4619226 Dr. Kreitzer um, on this sheet of paper that I'm looking at you offer some tips to help eat more mindfully during the holidays kind of talk about those tips about paying attention to you talked a little bit about why you're eating eating slowly kind of talking about different ways that we can slowly and mindfully eat our food I'm, I'm noticing some. Sure, yeah,
1: go ahead. Yeah. Well, well, you know, you, you've actually mentioned a couple of them, Susie, you know, I think that, um, you know, be in the present moment, notice how you're feeling emotionally. I think that's one of the, the most important things. Are you eating because you're actually really hungry or for another reason, because you're stressed, bored, sleepy, etc.? Um, so engage all your senses, sound, color, smell, taste. You know I think planning helps a lot, Susie. Like if you know you're going to a holiday buffet and there's going to be tons of food to drink or if you're you know going to somebody's home for a you know a big holiday dinner, think about it in advance, think about what is going to be served, and um if you you know sort of have a sense about that and and think about the choices that you want to make and so that you can actually really make. You know plan planful choices Mm -hmm. you know eating modest um, portions is obviously you know it's not you know it's for sure it's not depriving yourself Mm -hmm. I'm not going to eat any of my favorite foods because I'm you know trying to be mindful instead Mm -hmm. choose you know what I'm gonna have a bite of various things so eat in modest proportions savor your bites you know chew really thoroughly um, you know, eating slowly is really important. It takes time for the messages to go from our stomach to our brain. It actually takes about twenty minutes mm. for that sense for the feeling of of I'm actually full, that message to go from stomach to brain. Mm. So, um, you know, eating slowly, um and you know, sort of taking a pause, we tend to eat much less. And so You know, I think the advice is eat until you're about 80% full and then stop eating um, because, you know, you'll notice in about 20 minutes that you'll be full and that's a way to, you know, to avoid, you know, overeating. I think something else, Susie, that's really important is don't skip meals. And, you know, because, you know, if people, um, uh, you know, become too hungry, that makes it much easier to make impulsive food choices. Mm -hmm. And so, I mean, that's why, you know, it's wise to, you know, again, plan your eating throughout the day.
0: Yeah, that is such a bad, I do that. You know, I think somehow that if I just don't eat, then I'm really going to be hungry for Thanksgiving meal. And then I end up, (laughs) (laughs) you know, I mean, there's like this logic. Okay, I'm going to really empty my stomach so I have all this room for this food. But. That doesn't always work.
1: Yeah I'll tell you one other tip that I think is really important and that is, and this is not just for the holidays, this is like everyday eating, make it easy to do the right thing and hard to do the wrong thing. And so in other words think about what's in your pantry and you know if you know that you get home from work and you're going to be starving and it's like the stress of what am I going to make for dinner you know, have the stuff in your pantry of you know that you can make a meal in, you know, thirty minutes or less. Mm-hmm. So make it easy to do the right thing and then make it hard to do the wrong thing. Like don't have in your pantry <laughs> those things that you know are the junk food, the food that you're gonna binge on, you know, and So that actually is a really effective strategy is to, again, part of that's planning ahead.
0: Yeah, I know. And that's the trigger. That's the hard part. For me, anyway, I mean, I live alone. It's just me. So I can let my refrigerator get down to just three things. But, I mean, if you're a person that has a a house full, you have to have more food in your refrigerator. But it is really important to to make it a part of your life, you know, to shop once a week and make sure you have, you know, certain foods in your home that will help you to be more healthy. Uh, We are talking again with University of Minnesota Bakken Center for Spirituality and Healing Director, Dr. Mary Jo Kreitzer, talking about being mindful during the holidays and not just eating. We're going to kind of expand our thoughts here and talk a little bit more about mindfulness during the holiday because it is a time where we can easily get overloaded with too much to do and we're not at all in the moment. We're everywhere else but the moment. I wanted to mention as well, Doctor, that there was a class at the University of Minnesota called Mindful Based Stress Reduction uh, that John Kabat-Zinn put together at the University of Massachusetts in the 70s. Um, That was something I took, actually I've had it twice now, I did a refresher, but that was so important and such an important part of my life. I don't always practice it, but I do know about it, and so it's in my, Mm -hmm. you know what I mean, and I think just kind of, yeah, exactly. I was just thinking that even introducing the idea of mindfulness to listeners this morning, you know, maybe... Maybe they'll think about that and bring it into their life. I wanted to mention our text line is 651 We do have a text question this morning. Um, this texture writes, knowing in capital letters I'm eating emotionally doesn't lead to change in behavior. The emotions don't go away just because I'm aware of them, and eating is what my mind is telling me to do. How do you fix that? That's a good question because when you're sort of in it, I think, you know, you know what I mean by in it where you're mad, sad, whatever. It's super hard to turn the channel when you're in that spot. Maybe you want to address that. Yeah, absolutely.
1: It's super hard. Nobody's saying any of this is easy. Um, If you notice how you're feeling, then you can make a conscious choice. And it still may may be that you make the same choice but you're just aware of the choice, you know, that you're making. And so that's really true, Susie, whether we're talking about, you know, eating food or, you know, think about in a work situation um, where, you know, somebody has said something to us and maybe sent us an email that makes us angry or makes us embarrassed or it triggers some kind of an emotional reaction if we are only reactive then we might escalate we might send back you know that you know angry email whereas if you notice how you're feeling the moment of noticing is the moment of waking up because when you notice then at least you have a choice you know am i gonna you know you know eat you know another you know pint of ice cream you know or am i gonna am i gonna you know send that angry email Or am I going to step back, pause, and make a different choice? And so we sometimes talk, and I don't know if you learned about this in class, Susie, but we talk about the stop practice. And the stop practice is, um, you know, where you stop, observe, you know, how you're feeling, You know, and then decide, um, you know, how it is that um, you want to proceed. And so you, you know, stop, take a pause, observe how you're feeling, and then make an active choice about how you want to proceed.
0: Six five one four six one nine two two six. Another texture writes, what do you think of intermittent fasting? Um,
1: you know um you know there is you know mixed evidence on intermittent fasting, and um I think for some people, you know that has um made them very conscious of their eating, and that has actually worked um quite well. but it's like in any you know we could spend hours talking about various um diets and different kinds of diets, and you know there's just um you know for for some people. Some particular, you know, ways of eating, you know, are helpful and they work and I think it's awful often, often because it makes us more conscious. Uh-huh. And then there's some fat diets that, you know, are absolutely unhealthy.
0: Right. Right. All right. We're going to take a bottom of the hour break because we have to tell people what the forecast is. And pretty much it's just going to be cold. It's 731 on News Talk 830 WCCO reminding you we are talking to University of Minnesota Bakken Center for Spirituality and Healing Director Dr. Mary Jo Kreitzer about being mindful during the holidays and the physical benefits to you. Uh, When it comes to being mindful, and we invite you to be part of the show, it is 7.32 on WCCO. Welcome back. It is 7.36 on a Sunday morning, 23 degrees outside. We're talking about the holidays and being mindful and taking care of yourself because we're talking about your health because Definitely stress and anxiety and all that angst that comes with the holidays for a lot of folks really negatively impacts your body. And we are so happy to have with us on our news line, University of Minnesota and Center for Spirituality and Healing Director, Dr. Mary Jo Kreitzer, talking about how do you slow down, how do you kind of take it easy during the holidays when you're out and about. And we've been talking about food for the last half hour, but now we're going to kind of open it up and invite your calls as well at 651-461-9226. Um, we are getting a couple of different text questions. Let's do that before we get too far ahead. Speaking of fasting, as a Native American, Thanksgiving is one of my Uh, is one day of the year that I don't eat, resulting in feeling very good. You know, what about Mm -hmm. fasting? Because I know people do do that, not intermittent fasting, but kind of a mindful, Mm -hmm. you know what I mean, Um, spiritual practice. of Yeah. Yeah. Uh, What are your
1: thoughts? Yeah, yeah, it sounds like the the person who texted that in, Susie, it was doing it as more of a spiritual practice. Okay. And I think when people fast in that way, it can lead to heightened awareness, heightened um, consciousness. Um, and that really is part of why, you know, people will do that, um, do that practice.
0: Yeah, it's a part of a lot of religions, yeah. you know, I mean, yeah, you know, Catholics during Lent, and everybody kind of does some form of that. Yeah, as a way, as you said, heightened awareness, which is Essentially mindfulness, right? It is. Yeah. Um, let's talk about mindfulness during the holiday, focusing on what really matters and, and thinking about what what whether it's religious or spiritual, what kind of traditions or rituals that you're going through and kind of leaning into that. I hate that phrase, but everybody says it. But you know what I mean? Kind of talk about we're going into winter. It's darker. Like how can we make this a healing time rather than a dreadful time?
1: Well, you know, I'll start off by saying, Susie, that one of the biggest sources, I think, of stress during the holidays is expectations. And so just think about that. Sometimes it's expectations that other people have of us, but a lot of it is expectations we impose upon ourselves. And, you know, people often will feel pressure to bake, shop, decorate, host, coordinate schedules, travel. You know, we're trying to do an awful lot in um, a very short period of time. And our schedules absolutely fill up. um, And sometimes our pocketbooks, you know, get more empty. So one of the things I think is really important is to focus on, you know, what really matters. And I actually think it's such a good idea to periodically you know, ask your family or the people that you celebrate with what's most important to them and find out, are you doing traditions and rituals that people really want to keep? Or are there things that aren't meaningful anymore that people are ready to let go of? Mm-hmm. You know, are there new things that would be more meaningful? So I, I actually think it's really good to get input and not be afraid to make um, changes because you know and I found this myself sometimes when you ask your family um you're often surprised at the most hallowed tradition people might be really ready to let it go give it up
0: yeah that's interesting cuz it is that time of year that different generations view things differently like uh maybe an older person in the family might really want to hold on to that whereas the younger generations like eh you know, where you're kind of reconciling the different opinions in the group about what is and what isn't important. I mean, do you find that as well, that depending on how old you are, that's maybe how you're feeling about certain things?
1: Yeah, absolutely. And, and I actually think even in my own family, when, you know, my, you know, husband and I used to get together, you know, with his family, and before there were a lot of young kids, we would have like you know, more formal sit down meals. And at some point, thank goodness, we decided sitting down and having a formal meal wasn't fun. Once there were (laughs) a bunch of little kids crawling under the table and all all over that actually, you know, doing something that would even be like hors d'oeuvres and, you know, uh, but that people would be, you know, walking around and moving around was so much more practical than having like a formal sit down meal. Just a simple example of like, Let's change it up and, you know, do something that's going to work better and, and you know, be more fun. And let's go of perfectionism. You know, that's a big issue for people at the holidays. And, you know, sometimes people have in their head a vision of like almost a Hallmark um, card, what the holiday should look like. And I think it's a really good time to not be so obsessed about, you know, the perfect meal, the perfect gift, the perfect, you know, photo op and and also don't forget to ask for help.
0: Right. That's people a huge... are almost always willing to help. Yes, yes. And and I do think we get caught up in the you're the hostess or the host and you want to get it all ready all by yourself so you can just sort of open the door and have this ha- like you said, this hallmark moment and it and it can break people because like you said, the negative impact of stress on your body is great. I mean, can you talk a little bit about the science behind that? When you're Absolutely. All, yeah. Okay. Yeah.
1: yeah so, so stress really impacts, Susie, every cell of the human body. And so, you know, when people experience stress in different ways, so sometimes people will feel it in their head or their neck or their shoulders or their gut. But, you know, there's, there's very negative effects of stress. And when we're stressed, That also can um, make anxiety and depression worse. So, mental health overall can really take a hard hit, um, you know, during the holidays. And so, I think planning, um, finding ways to, you know, effectively manage our stress are really important things, um, important things to do. It's, you know, acute stress, which is the, you know, fight or flight response that can be you know life-saving so we're about ready to step off a curb a bus goes by and we you know step back and that that's not the kind of stress we're talking about at the holidays we're talking about more chronic stress um you know that, that that's in people's lives and that's the kind of stress that can lead to all kinds of not only mental health impacts but physical impacts
0: it is 743 on News Talk 830 WCCO. If you are listening, we are talking about being more mindful during the holiday season. University of Minnesota Bakken Center for Spirituality Healing Director Dr. Mary Jo Kreitzer is with us. And we're inviting your calls as well as we have about 15 minutes left together. 651-461-9226. Um, doctor Kreitzer, my mom, is a nurse practitioner by trade and... Uh, She is a strong woman. She's probably listening right now. And we were just talking the other day. She had read something in the paper about taking care of yourself during the holidays. And I am known for taking care of myself and my family. I like to get my nails done. I like to get massages. I like to get my hair done. (laughs) So I don't, I'm not afraid to take care of myself, whereas she kind of makes a little fun of me like I'm a little bit foo-foo but the story was that essentially taking care of yourself whether it's a massage or nails or what have you um, is so beneficial and I see it's one of the list of things to help yourself during the holidays is to take care of yourself in however that looks. Can you talk a little bit about that?
1: Oh, yeah. I mean, you know, and, and Susie, you've hit on, you know, some important so some things that are important to you. And, and so I think um, we tend to focus so much on the holidays on other people focusing on ourselves is not being self-indulgent. It's actually, um, you know, we, we can't help others unless we're actually feeling, you know, our own you know, health and well-being. And, you know, I think, you know, eating healthy, moving, um, you know, getting enough movement in our day, um, sleeping and getting enough sleep is really critical and finding ways to manage our stress. So those four things, eat, move, sleep and manage stress are all things that can help us um, take care of ourselves, doing things that are important to us. And so I think mindfulness as a practice of paying attention to what we need and want what's important to us um, can all be ways that we can um, move through the holiday with more ease. And isn't that something that you know we all want? We want to we want to show up and be present for the holiday and enjoy it.
0: Exactly. Let's take our final break of the hour. It is, again, 651-461-9226. That's the number if you want to jump in. And we'll be back with your questions and thoughts to wrap up this hour on News Talk A three O W WCCO in just a minute. And we're back. It is 7.51 on Newstalk three O WCCO. It is November 26th. A lot of folks are maybe still feeling the effects of Thanksgiving. Maybe they're a little tired, a little... Oh boy, here we go. We're we're getting into the holidays. What can we do to make it better on ourselves, make it easier, make it less stressful? 651-461-9226. And again, we have on our newsline University of Minnesota Bakken Center for Spirituality and Healing Director, Dr. Mary Jo Kreitzer, sharing tips for maintaining mindfulness during the holidays and how you can be a part of the show. Hey, we've got a couple of texts, Mary Jo. I want to say this texture writes, growing up, my mom decorated every room. In our home. Of course, I thought I had to do that as well after getting married. Last year, we moved after 40 years. She says, now we have two trees, two decorated trees. That's it. And it's beautiful and less stressful. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you for sharing. That was a nice one. Uh, Yeah. Another texture writes, great topic. Thank you. I'm an emotional eater. Eater, for example, tough conference call coming up. I find myself in the fridge prior. When I recognize this, I still continue. Um, no time to journal. What are my other options? Um, I guess once you answer that question, what are other options for st- slowing down in that situation?
1: Yeah, well, you know, obviously noticing how you're feeling and it sounds like this, um, this listener, you know, is very aware that, you know, she's, you know, preparing by, you know, being emotional. When you go to the refrigerator and and reach for something, have at least some healthy food choices in there. And so, you know, having some fruits, some vegetable things prepared that you can just pull out quickly, you know, can be a way to make it easier to do the right thing. Um so you know raising our awareness raising our consciousness recognizing why we're eating and then when as whenever possible you know make healthy healthy choices
0: yeah i wanted to mention too because this is something in meditation and that we also learned in the the course at the university of minnesota on stress mindful based stress reduction and it was all about breathing And, Mm -hmm. and noticing the breath coming into your body and out of your body. And sometimes if you just take a minute, like just a minute and, and notice your breathing, I mean, you almost have to tape a sign on your wall breathe. Remember to breathe.
1: (laughs) Yeah. No, Susie, that actually is really good. And, you know, there's evidence that when we take a pause to breathe and there's, you know, various forms of, of, you know, deep breathing that can help us, um, you know, do a reset. So that's like what the pause is when I said, you know, stop, take a pause, think about it, then decide how you want to proceed. You know, another kind of breathing practice you might have learned in class is the four, seven, eight breath, where you breathe into the count of four, You hold your breath for the count of seven, breathe out for the count of eight. And there's evidence when you do that, you know, three or four times, that too can, you know, um, again, get you back-centered, you know, aware of of what you're thinking and feeling. And, you know, it it can change you physiologically. It can help help you relax.
0: Yeah, exactly. Um, And not that hard. It's just that... It's like, that's so simple, but yet, why don't we do it?
1: Yeah, you know, you've made a really good point about the class. So at the at the Bakken Center, we offer many classes and different kinds of approaches to mindfulness. One is mindfulness-based stress reduction, eight-week course. When you took it, it might have been only in person. Now we offer also offer it um, with a Zoom option and it teaches various ways, practices like a breath practice to you know relax and to to meditate. But I always like to say that mindfulness is um, both a practice and it's a way of life. Mm. And so while it can be the practice of meditation, and 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 it's when you meditate you focusing on your breath. Um, it can also just be a way of being so mm-hmm. that when we're interacting, you know, with our family and our co-workers, when we're eating, when we're driving a car, mm. you know, that we're actually bringing mindfulness with us, you know, is just kind of a way of showing up in the world.
0: Yeah, I think that's marvelous. I know we're almost out of time, but one thing I kind of wanted to get to, and we'll just maybe have to do it quickly, is Along those lines of being mindful, anticipating and planning for challenging family dynamics during the holidays. If you have that person that, you know, things are not going well with, you know, give us some ideas on maybe how to deal with a a person that, you know. Yeah.
1: yeah. Yeah, you know, tensions can arise for so many reasons, old patterns, competition, poor communication you know, excessive drinking mm. um so if you if you know um Susie that you know that it, 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 confrontational conversations are likely might happen, I can think about how you're going to respond. You can listen. You actually don't always need to respond, and sometimes it's really important to think of ways to avoid escalating, and if you're really pressed, you can acknowledge um, that you've heard. Um, but you don't have to, you know, engage. And sometimes avoiding engaging, you know, um, if if somebody has a very different and strong perspective, and you don't think coming to mutual understanding is going to happen in the <laughs> in the time <laughs> interval that you have, you know, it's best to sometimes just listen, acknowledge, you know, that you've heard. Remove yourself from the situation is also a good option. It's time to. Step out of the kitchen and <laughs> whatever <laughs> room you're happens. in. go see what's happening in the living room, but I also want to say that you know the holidays aren't happy for everyone, and I think that's really important to keep in mind that you know for some people they may have you know had the death of a loved one, a change in their family structure, a divorce, a separation, a traumatic event, so think about um you know how to reach out to people that are in need and Sometimes it's as simple as even acknowledging the loss. Um, it's hard to not have Bob with us this year. Yeah, You know, I'm sure you're missing Bob. Can I can I share a memory I had yeah. of Bob? Those are all really important things to do.
0: Well, you've been wonderful. We'd love to have you on again sometime, Mary Jo. Thank you for your time, and we wish everyone a mindful holiday season. <laughs> have a good week. Yep,
1: thank you very much. All
0: right. University of Minnesota Bakken Center for Spirituality and Healing Director, Dr. Mary Jo Kreitzer with us on being mindful during the holidays. We're back after this.